And we are back. I am Eric. He is Ken. We are kind of the fat packs. And this is Beckett Radio from Soccer Monkey Junction. What's up, Ken? You know, you say kind of the fat packs. I mean, y'all made it sound like this week that I was like losing a lot of weight or something. Yeah, no, probably not happening. You're looking good, though, man. Well, I always look good. It doesn't matter what I weigh. (laughs) Now, see, I set you up perfectly for your Teddy Long holla holla holla, and you didn't take it. Well, you know. You didn't take it. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. It, in that. it must be the rain outside. I'm I'm dragging a little bit. That's okay. It is a, it is a it's a special fun day here in uh, Fat Fat Pactopia. All you Fat Packalites and Fat Packatonians in the house with us. You do, uh, you do yeah. You do need to come up with an official well, name for the followers. You know, maybe maybe throw that out on Twitter. Get some ideas. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to do that. I want to do it right now. Ooh. Let's Fat Pack Fat Fat Packalites. You know, I did like the acolytes. You did like the yeah. So, so fat packolites. Uh, fat fat packatopians. Fat packatopians. I like that. I, yeah, I can go with that. Okay, you know what? Let's do that. Let's put it on Twitter. Let's figure it out. Are they the fat packolites? The fat packatopians? The uh, I guess those are probably the two best. I mean, you, you know, you know, I, I I'm a clay travis devotee and they have their names and yeah pretty much pretty much all the the podcasts and shows have their own uh sure name for the followers so i, I think that's what we're, we're really lacking we're lacking a name for the followers so Just more camaraderie yeah i guess we'll, we'll come up with that well that's that's our next twitter that could be poll. a t-shirt idea you know not just fat packs yeah fat i'm a fat pack of light fat pack of light fat I just like saying fat. All right, we need a segue immediately. <laughs> immediately segue out of this. All right, man, we're hanging out here at Sock Monkey Junction in uh, Mansfield, Texas, home of the uh, of the fun for the kids, man. The kids are all up in the front of the room just playing with, like, they have all kinds of toys open and just they're running around having a good time. And uh, us older guys are all sitting back here talking about baseball cards. So Well, when I was a kid... <laughs> That's uh that's fun, man. But uh, we've had some had some folks come through already, and we're we're helping them learn about baseball cards and giving them a nice introduction to uh, to collecting. Um, Mr. Mike Janaway, who is uh, hosting this event, has some 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 of his cards out for for people to look at, and uh, he's got some bags for the kids. You come by and grab a bag, or like you can't come by after you hear this is too late, actually. <laughs> so, uh, but there, there's plenty of stuff there for him. Uh, one a nice lady. Pulled an autograph out of the out of the bag earlier, so there's some nice stuff in there, I guess. Yeah, one pack, one autograph. Yeah. Hey, you can't beat. You know, can't those are good odds, it. right? Yeah, <laughs> I'll take a hundred percent every time, especially when you're not paying a uh, hundred dollars for that pack. Right. You know, uh, the kindness of Mr. Janaway is uh, just giving them away. So, Janaway, Janaway, Janeway, no, Janeway. Janeway. I'm sorry, my bad. Mike Janeway. My bad completely. I got that all wrong. All right, man. So uh, I know it's Saturday, and you were you were planning to be home watching some racing. Hey, all racing all the time, brother. But you're here with me, so uh, I must really like you, or just hearing my hearing your own voice. voice. On the podcast. <laughs> I saw that you recently uh, you took that photo of us on the mics together at the Beckett Radio Show, or the I'm sorry, the Beckett Show, and you uh, you put that as your profile pic or something like that, or your the yeah whatever it is the banner yeah picture. the banner and then I changed it on the blog I changed it to that I mean you know I had my DBAP shirt and yeah. my uh, and my cowboy hat sure so, uh, that's pretty funny pretty sharp that's pretty funny man if I do say so myself yeah um all right man so w- what we're gonna do here is we're gonna we're gonna cover 
a couple of different topics. There's been another big fine that we need to get into later in the show. There has uh, been this trend in rookie cards that, that you brought up, and somebody else blogged about it the other day. Who was that? I didn't see it's it. It's uh, Night Owl cards. He, uh, Yeah, not only that, but then I can't even remember what the subject was, but a couple days later he had just a great topic. He's a, he's an, he's a great He's a great follow. It's just, like I said, Night Owl cards on Twitter, and then I think it's like nightowlcards.blogspot. Okay. Okay. Dot cool. com. Dot com. There you go. So I'm going to go check out Night Owl. You guys uh, go check him out. But we're going to get into the rookie card topic. It's something that, I mean, I guess I paid attention to, but I see it anyways in hockey when I'm pricing hockey because, you know, the hottest – well, upper deck is the rookie card, you know, so it's – it, it is what it is there, and Connor McDavid rookie cards, you know, they're, they're two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars, and I'm just used to seeing that. But you know, Mike Trout's have taken huge jumps lately, and uh, there's been other brands of, uh, and players that are have just uh, Clayton Kershaw was on. I think yeah, this only. particular one was about the Clayton Kershaw, yeah. and it's either his tops rookie or tops update, and I think that's you know kind of specifically where we're talking. It's not just rookie cards, it's right? What we would consider base rookie cards right um the mike trout tops update rookie I, I don't do modern and i definitely don't do baseball but sure. i know that i feel like that's a couple hundred dollar card it's it's um, booming yeah like uh, steph curry was, was another one that's that, another great yeah. example when i first heard about that and we're probably talking 18 months ago where that card's like a five was like a five hundred dollar card at the yeah, time, yeah, if, if memory crazy. serves me correctly. Yeah. This was a base card. This wasn't a memorabilia autograph numbered out of ten. This was a base card, and it's interesting. It is interesting. Um, and I don't, I don't really get it. You don't get it. I don't get it. Um, there's nothing special, so to speak, about these cards i mean it's good for the hobby obviously oh, of course yeah I'm, I'm not i'm not besmirching those that are selling or buying you definitely shouldn't besmirch anything yes no <laughs> you know but I, I don't i i readily admit that i don't understand it and you know night owl just kind of he talked about that and he's like i guess i kind of get it with clayton kershaw because of trout and uh harper is the other one from oh, recent of course, years of course yeah just like a base rookie card is just through the roof. I sure. mean, how is an all-star player, their tops rookie $3, and then Trout, Kershaw, Harper, $200. Right. Or $80. I think I think the Kershaw was like 80 or 100 He did some research on what you could find on Com C, and he stated that, you know, that seemed a little bit high, that that was the lowest price I could find. And, and if you've been on Com C, you know how that can work. Yep. But then he also went and did some research on averages on eBay listings, and it, it was really eye-opening. And then to see some other people comment on the particular blog post or on Twitter that, I think I've got a 5,000-count box of this stuff sure. sitting somewhere and had no, you know just had no concept that it was worth that Kershaw much. was going for $80. Sure. That's a... Uh, you know, and going back to what you said with hockey, I get it from the young gun standpoint. Yeah, from the, yeah. But this is something young guns have been established over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And every year there's a rookie or two. There's not always a Connor McDavid or an Austin Matthews, but there's a Nathan McKinnon who his year was, was the big one. And sure. it was the big chase card. But again, young guns are somewhat shorter printed. At least you know you're only getting... Four, uh, six per box Sure, is where we, there's nothing special about these baseball ones. There's no stated odds on a rookie or anything like that, at least that I'm aware of. 
I don't. I don't think so. What a, a good example, though, uh, in hockey is uh, Brent Burns this year. His young gun went from I. I know because I priced it. It went from like a like a five to twelve dollar card. Now I think it, it books at eighty dollars, man. And it's just impossible. I don't. Know, maybe it's maybe it's the 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 stark drastic difference between what he looks like now and what he looks like on that rookie card. <laughs> I don't. Maybe that's what it was. I don't. I, I, I think there was a pretty awesome meme that like showed him year over year in his official team photo. Ran, yeah, randomness, yeah, but right. the evolution from a uh, young young man to Captain Caveman. Yeah, he's definitely Captain Caveman now. Uh, and so many less teeth. Yeah, so yeah, so many less. But I mean that that's a good example again though. Where just out of nowhere, Randy Orton just goes out of nowhere. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Uh, if you said Diamond Dallas Page, I might have gotten it. Uh, Randy Orton, out of nowhere, man. Straight out of nowhere. All right. Uh, we're going to do this. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, hopefully my wife will be back soon with some food. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to jump on the f- uh, on the mics with Mike. On the mic with Mike. And uh, let him talk about Sock Monkey Junction, what it is. Oh, there's my wife pulling up now. And... Um, what's going on today and then more about the store too this is a really cool concept that um i have a seven-year-old i'll probably be here a lot more often now so um uh, we'll, we'll let him talk about that and uh we'll talk get into that big fine man where how come we can never find unopened packs of 48 bowman baseball yeah i mean the problem is they'd probably never materialize nobody would know about it because i would have opened them sure exactly so that that was a recent find it just happened like a couple of days ago the first one went to auction and it realized a, a very nice price and uh this lady's going to be probably a millionaire by the time it's all over and all over and done with so uh let's do this we'll take a quick break we'll be right back with uh with mike and we're going to talk about sock monkey junction Mr. Brandon Cooks out of 99. Brandon Cooks. You're listening to the Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Um, we were just discussing some uh, some musical taste here. And uh, uh, Mike, Mike, who's joining us on the, sh- on, the, on the microphones now, just said that he's seen MC Hammer in concert. Uh, do you remember the occasion, what, what it was? Or it was what? 1990. It was after I graduated. Okay, so you just... Went and checked him out. Just went and checked him out. Vanilla Ice was supposed to be there too, but he was not. Yeah, but he was not. He was uh, not. <laughs> um, the other night, I don't know if you guys were watching the uh, the the finals game the other night, game one, but they were showing they so they were showing Jay Z and Kevin Hart and Rihanna and and everybody like that, and then they showed MC Hammer. Like one of these things doesn't fit. It just doesn't. <laughs> I don't know why it's Hammer. Well, he's he's from Oakland. I guess that's why. But but he's the only one I know. He's the only yeah. one you know. It was a great game. I was watching it, and uh, the play was coming back down the court. And uh, LeBron, you know, he's he's not on a fast break, but he's out in front of everybody else. And uh, <laughs> Jeff Van Gundy's call, calling it, and Rihanna walks right in front of him, and he's like, and there goes Rihanna. I'm like, hey, way to pay attention to the game, man. That's really good. You're just getting distracted by beautiful women, I guess. That's that's your new thing you're going to do. My mic, my mic thing just fell. Hold, please. There you go. Got that picked back up. All right, so we're here today at uh, Sock Monkey Junction in Mansfield, Texas, having an introduction to sports card collectors uh, event here. And let me do this. Boom. And so this was your brainchild, uh, Mike. Tell us – well, let's do this first. Tell us what Sock Monkey Junction is. 
Um, Stock Market Junction, it's a family-owned business here in Mansfield. Started about a year ago. Um, As a matter of fact, it will be one year in August. And um, it's owned by myself, my wife, and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Okay. Um, We're a games, toys, uh, bookstore. We have uh, all kinds of books and toys for all ages, games, all kinds of stuff like that. So come in and check us out. Sweet. Uh, You're at uh, 310 South Main in Mansfield, Texas. For you local guys, uh, come out and uh, check them out. I walked in here, and my son immediately left me. He just ran off and went somewhere, somewhere else. But the, you guys got all kinds of toys uh, open for the for the kids to play with. I think that's a big thing to uh, to uh, you know make a point of because you go to a toy store, you go to a Toys R Us, you can't play with them. You know exactly. You that's the one thing we started was that if we have a toy and it's not open, we'll open it for you so you can play with it. If, if you're thinking about buying it, we'll let you play with it. Well, there you go. That's that sounds like big. Remember that movie Big where uh, Tom Hanks wanted to play with all the toys? That was the. Uh, this is exactly like Big. That's so awesome. You know, I'm like Paul in a lot of ways. I don't know many movies, but I do know Big. You know Big. I do know, I do remember Big. Awesome. The little fortune teller thing. Very nice. Um, so hey, I saw that when I was in Anaheim. I I walked right by the uh, fortune teller uh, Zodar Zodar or whatever it was called. Zoltan. 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 Yeah, yeah. Zoltan. Sorry, I walked right by it on the on the boardwalk. I haven't seen that picture, so I'm guessing you didn't have your selfie stick with you. Um. Or? <laughs> It's somewhere. Oh, okay. it's it was on Instagram for a while. Anyways, back I need to the to make show. That <laughs> back to the show. Um, all right. So uh, this is a very kid friendly place. This is a very family friendly place. And uh, I walked in here. My son ran off. He was having fun. He's still somewhere having fun. I haven't seen him in a while actually. <laughs> but uh, this is uh, this is uh, the the sports the introductory sports collectors. Beginners class, I guess that's the way to call it. Sports collecting one hundred and one. Uh, sports collecting one hundred and one. Uh, we've had we've had a lovely family in here earlier who really just asked every question you had on your list. That was really cool. But um, wh- where did you come up with this idea? Um, we were thinking of ideas of how to generate some more interest in the store. And I like collecting. I like to get kids into collecting because they're going to be the future of this of, of the course. hobby, right? And so I know a lot of people don't know a lot about sports cards. So I thought, well, let's have an event where we invite people down, get them into the store. We show them, show them cards, give them some cards. I have bags, giveaways for kids sure. and adults, whoever wants one. <laughs> um, but it's just something I've been passionate about. I collected for a lot of years and then I stopped and about five years ago, I got back into it, and now it's just become a passion. What brought you back into it? Um, just getting back into cards. I just got into it all of a sudden. It was just one day I was like, hey, let's look at some cards, and I started buying. I wanted to start and collect Peyton, Peyton Manning cards. He's, okay. he's my favorite player. So, matter of fact, my youngest daughter's named after him. So, I. Uh, <laughs> As Ken quietly disagrees. Can, <laughs> uh, can, can. But. Uh, Try living in Indianapolis for a decade. and. Yeah, didn't like him either. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just been a passion. I got back into it through online breaking. Okay, that's how I really got into it. Um, and just I'm constantly doing it still. Sweet, sweet. Uh, you, I've heard you talking around the around the shop today about uh, Chris Keller and Top Shelf Breaks. Uh, Chris Keller is a big proponent of Beckett Radio. We love Chris Keller. Um, you can actually get into Chris Keller Top Shelf Breaks. Fat pack breaks on Thursday nights. You can go okay. get in, get involved with that. That's that kind of. I'll fun have to stuff. do that. Yeah, Chris is a Chris is a great guy. He's a great breaker. He, he treats everybody like family and does lots of stuff for his family. I have a uh, framed Chris Keller autograph. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he left me. Uh, he left me a note uh, at the industry summit on a Caesar's Palace. Uh, 
napkin. Okay. And it, and it's a note. It's a little you know. Hey, fat packs. Love working with you guys. Uh, you know, you know, top shelf breaks. Chris Keller. So I framed it and put it up in my office. That's awesome. Uh, Chris is a great guy. Actually, I love him. He's great. All right. So you got back into the hobby like that, and then so bring us to today. So it was just about bringing bringing clientele out to the, to, to your shop, obviously. But I mean, this is the kids are our future, and uh, it's important that you see that. So. What you've done is just set up a pretty informative little area for when you got the bags of cards and you got cards out. Uh, you didn't put the best ones out there, did you? Not the uh, not <laughs> my best, best ones, but I did. I put some cards out, different ones to show how grading works, oh, okay. how the different sports have cards, um, the di- serial numbers, jerseys, autographs. Um, there's just so many different ways of cards are made nowadays. Sure. Uh, the one family that was in, they were very interested in the card that was made from a, with a bat, right? With a bat in it. Um, I wish I should I could have grabbed her before she left because she even more than he was more like she was like really into it. I saw the dollar signs in her eyes, Ken, <laughs> as she uh, she was uh, processing everything. Um, it's it's funny when you when that light bulb moment goes off mm-hmm. and you can see it in somebody's face, but she was uh, really into it. Um, so. What what what's your goal here? I mean, is your goal to like eventually have cards here in the shop or? Yes, that is eventually. Um, that was the. I, we don't sell cards right now for sports cards. We do sell Pokemon, um, but I wanted to gauge the interest. And what I'm probably gonna do is start out small, putting some packs in here for people to come in if they see something. Uh-huh. Um, eventually, my Jesse, my brother-in-law, and I, we've talked about having a display case in here. Maybe eventually to sell cards. Okay. Uh, maybe some boxes. I know we're not gonna be like a full sports card shop because that's just not what our model is of course we want to cater to everybody okay that makes a lot of sense i mean um i don't don't, there's not i mean there's i guess there's a card shop in the vicinity i mean over in arlington it's not that far away is it you're probably talking yeah you're probably talking in that 20 25 minute you know drive from here sure all of that so yeah it would definitely be the most uh local local here um so that that's fun and then Bobby Salehi, his uh, is it Bobby? Yeah, Mr. Salehi, he's got, he's opening a shop in Mansfield uh, pretty soon as well. Okay. So you might have a little bit of competition, but I mean, what you've done here is just set up a really. What I guess what I'm getting at is how family friendly this place is, um, and I think cards on a whole can be a family thing. It, it can be fun where you know a, a dad and his son mm-hmm. or a dad and his daughter can come in, or in some cases a mom and their and their daughter or mom and their son. And uh, have some fun. So putting a putting a display case in here might not be a bad idea. Even husband and wife, I, when I buy boxes, Karen's always like, "Can I open a pack?" Oh, of course. And so she she gets into it too, and she knows how much of a passion it is of mine. Sure. Does does uh, <clears throat> Crystal do that with you? She has opened a few packs over time, and it was you know it was cool. She got she got a couple of autographs. Sure. She's kind of cooled on it, but also I'm not opening a whole lot anymore. So of course, there's there's that aspect too. Shout out to Crystal. She made the radio show again. I mean, she's like she's got to be up there if we have a ranking of how many times someone's been on or mentioned. Yeah, she's, exactly. She, every time Rich Klein is on, she's mentioned. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's very true. That's why we keep Rich Klein. We, we can't let Rich wants to bogart our show, our airwaves with mentions of Crystal. We got to hey look. We got card collectors out there. We got to <laughs> listen to the show. Rich is another good guy. He's a friend of mine too. I like Rich. You, you know Rich? Yeah, I yeah. go. I sell at his shows sometimes, and I met him actually before I moved here from Montana a couple of years ago. I reached out to him okay. to find out about shows and stuff in this area. Sweet. He's got a show coming up 
pretty soon, right? Next weekend. Next weekend, right? Saturday and Sunday. It's a, yeah, it's a two-day show um, out there in Plano where he does it. And then I'm sure that uh, if, th- if that means – that means uh, oh, the other gentleman's name. What's his name? The one in Frisco. Kyle. Yeah, it means Kyle's uh, quickly on his heels as well because their shows are usually either back-to-back weekends or on the same weekend. So. Yeah, I think Kyle's is the next weekend. Is it? Well, there you go. So, And then there's always Dwayne's. Yep. Uh, Dwayne's is every weekend. So uh, you can go out and check out all those in the DFW area. Um, I, you guys do something cool here that was an event happening earlier today. Uh, was, uh, was it called Let's Read a Book? Was that what it's called? Story time. Story time. My story wife time. does a story time on Tuesdays and Saturday mornings. Okay. Well, so um, what's that all about? Um, she just has she picks a book each week, uh, puts it out for people to bring their kids in, and she sits down and reads the book to them. Okay. Um, it's something she's really passionate about. Sure. And so. Uh, we started it up a couple weeks ago, and it's been very well received. Sweet, sweet. Um, reading is uh, fundamental. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, reading, yeah, I mean, reading is something that uh, my son is seven, and we're trying to get him to understand the importance of, of, of reading, and especially going from first grade now into second grade. And uh, he's got to be able to keep that reading up over the summer. So. Uh, what other kind of like programs like that do you guys have going on here during the summer sure. that uh, that families can come be involved with? Um, every Thursday night we have family game night. Okay. We come down, we'll pick a game, or if there's a game you see on a shelf you want to play, we'll we'll take it out and play and play for hours. Um, Friday nights is open game night, so okay. we may not pick a game. We just come down and we'll we'll show you a game and people can play if uh if we don't have one on our demo shelf we'll open it for you if you see something up front you like and you're like hey i want to try this out before i buy it sure we'll definitely do that um on saturdays we do a pokemon uh tournament club event um then let's see we do early childhood play dates the first friday of each month okay so usually children under five i believe it is come in and we let them just have run in the store basically wow okay we good luck with that karen <laughs> <laughs> we lay out mats and we do all kinds of stuff like that um some fridays we have pre-teen team game night so it's just for teenagers to come in and have a place to play um coming up in uh on the 10th of june we have make your own slime that's my sister-in-law's little project she teaches you how to make the slime and we do that at home actually do you yeah that's uh it's Oolot or is that what is whatever it's called? Uh, it starts with it. it. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. Well, you're serious. It, I thought there was a joke. No, no. I, <laughs> thought, there was a, I thought there was a punchline coming there. No, Eli makes it at home all the time. It's a, uh, it's like cornstarch and water and, and yeah, they and something use else. Elmer's glue and some stuff like that. Um, and then the 17th of June, we have what can you do with a box? That's a Karen's event. She's gonna have stuff with. Uh, just cardboard boxes and things you can make out of anything with box cardboard. There you go. Um, and then a, a, one of our big events on June 24th, we have uh, Meet the Author, Penelope Pence. She's okay. coming in. She's going to bring her book in that she's written. Okay. Um, and, and do some things like that. Um, we have some stuff in July of doing fingerprint creations. And we have a magic show on yep. the 15th of July. Okay. With uh, Braden Daniels. He's from here in Mansfield. And uh, he's going to come in and do a magic show for people. And we're going to um, sell some magic kits and stuff that he has that he's recommended. Um, but, yeah, so we have um, all kinds of stuff. Come out and check us out on Facebook, Sock Monkey. 
Junction, Sock Monkeys, all one word. Sure. Um, we post most of our events and stuff there, so you can always find out stuff. Okay. Did you know that uh, you and I are actually magicians, and even Ken sometimes? Well, we make cards appear, right? Yeah, and we make money disappear every time we That's open cards. <laughs> every time we open up cards. I can I attest to that. <laughs> yeah. Very. So, yeah, it sounds like you guys got a just a summer full of fun, really, just all planned out and laid out for you guys here in the Mansfield area. Um, highly recommend you guys come checking it out, especially if you're in DFW. There's the, it's, it's easy to find. It's right off of Main Street. Uh, Ken, Ken doesn't live far from here, so maybe he'll come. Yeah, you know, I mean, first thing I was thinking was when he talks about his, uh, whatever it would be, cabinet of games that you can play for game night. I'm looking at it right now. You're talking at least 100 games over there. Of course. Open that you can play, you know, try, try, see if you like them. But, yeah, I don't live too far. I um, have a have a stepson that's 15, so I don't have any little, little ones, but sure. I do have a niece. So, sure. Uh, and I do like to support local businesses, so I'll definitely be back. I want to be here for the first, I want to be here for the first Monopoly fight. Like, cause you no, know we that don't play Monopoly. <laughs> oh, we don't play Monopoly. Of, did you hear those new, uh, new, whatever little characters in Monopoly? Yeah, the they new got characters. Rid of, they got rid of the boot. Yeah, they yeah. voted the boot out. The yeah. boot got the boot. The boot. Yeah, we don't, we don't play, uh, we don't play games like that. Of it's, course. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, most of the thing, the one thing about our store that's different than most toy stores is one that you can play with the stuff, and two, we we don't have a lot of stuff that's in mainstream okay. toys, Walmart right. things like that. Not specialty, specialty, but just not stuff you're going to go in and pay $3 for at Walmart that's going to break by the time you walk out. Sure. Um, but um, it's, it's just a great place. It's, it's like I said, family-owned, and we, uh, we all live together right now <laughs> and work together, so we have a great time. Good, good. Now, do you guys have an online store? Can they, can we they order? We do not have an online okay. store um, at this time. We're going to be working on it. Certain things that we sell – some of the companies don't allow you to sell online okay. or things like that. So we have to make sure we work out all of our policies. Sure. But if you do see anything online on the Facebook page or you can think of, you can always call us. We can we can order things. We can take credit cards over the phone. Sure. Um, or if you come in, you can purchase it. We can get it here for you, usually within three or four days, maybe a week. Okay. All um, right. So we do special orders for, for people. Um, Sweet. Yeah, so that's Sock Monkey Junction on Facebook. Yes, yeah, Sock Monkey Junction on Facebook. So. All right, sweet. Um, well, before I let you go, I want to commend you for uh, putting this effort out here and, and getting family and kids back out involved in uh, in, in the hobby. Uh, it's a it's a theme of the show. A uh, theme at Beckett is uh, the hobby is going to die if we don't get you know kids involved. So uh, thank you, sir, for putting the effort to to have something like this put together. Um, hopefully, we get some more kids in here. We've we've had some fun fun so far, but. Uh, we got about an hour left, so I don't. I want to see some new faces too. Um, before we go, one more time, Sock Monkey Junction, uh, Sock Monkey, all one word on Facebook, and uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you guys coming out and letting me have this time to talk about a store, and appreciate you guys coming. No problem. So, uh, b- wait before I do let sure. you go this time. You're gonna get a Twitter up, man. Uh, y- yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get <laughs> a Twitter for for Sock Monkey Junction if we don't have one already. All right, cool, sweet. All right, guys, uh, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Pat Nishak, winner of the 2017 World Baseball Classic, and you're listening to Beckett Radio with Fat Packs. And we're back after that quick break. Uh, Mike is tending the store. So, ooh, that was really loud. Uh, Mike is tending the store, so uh, Ken and I are going to jump back on here and uh, talk about one of Ken and I's favorite things to talk about. Uh, something that will never happen to us is uh, great finds in the hobby. (laughs) 
that have been missing or unaware of for a oh, while. Oh, I thought you meant a European vacation. Uh, oh, those are yeah, that'll that'll, that'll never happen. You know, I've been on European vacations, courtesy of the army. I was gonna say, I think yours is a little different than what yeah. I was thinking. Courtesy of the army, there was nowhere you wanted to go, right? <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, when when a when a card story makes Forbes, it's kind of a big deal, right? It's a big deal, but it seems to be happening yeah. a little, you know, a little more often. I believe they talked about the Ty Cobb find sure. about a year ago, right. and then. Uh, don't recall did they talk about the cracker jack find i didn't see it on forbes but i saw it in other places but so this, now so what's the what's this one now this one is uh something special i guess in the sense that it's unopened packs and uh well i'll just i'll break it down for you uh forbes contributor david seedman uh i'll read i'll read most of this just to break it down in the mid afternoon of a, f- a few weeks ago brian drent received a mind blowing phone call Hello, I have some unopened full boxes and almost full boxes from the 1950s and 60s that I'm considering for your auction, said the man on the other end of the phone. All right, let's stop right there. Um, the card collector in me just ruined my sheets, right? It's <laughs> That's crazy when somebody calls you and tells you something like that. See, and me, then you've got my point of view, which is I'd have been like, sure, it's probably 1988 top. Sure, sure. But... Skepticism. Skepticism. You are the skeptic. Okay. Drent, the president of Mile High Card Company, which is odd because never mind, uh, politely asked for specifics. The caller revealed that he had boxes of early 1960 tops and Fleer football, 59 Fleer Ted Williams, and many other sealed packs. They had all been found fairly recently in his 90-year-old aunt's attic in Tennessee after his uncle passed away. For more than half a century, the uncle had kept packs untouched in a Stroh's beer box almost as old as the cards themselves by the way there was also a 1961 Fleer basketball unopened box of wax packs probably containing the rookie cards of Hall of Famers Wilt Chamberlain Jerry West and Oscar Robinson Robinson (laughs) was almost speechless but in the classic case of burying the headline the stranger unwittingly saved the best for last oh and I have a box it's only 19 of the 24 packs, but it's a play ball box from 1948. Wait, no, it's 48 Bowman. While the display box made no mention of the manufacturer, an unopened pack of little black and white cards clearly showed that they were by the Philadelphia Gum Company from the first year that it was made Made a monster. Okay, let's stop there. Somebody calls you today and says, he says, Ken, I have unopened boxes or unopened packs of these tobacco racing cards that you want. And I know it's not possible, but if 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 that were the case, I mean, your mind would be blown, wouldn't it? Just absolutely. Yeah, I mean, shattered? especially <laughs> yeah, and especially knowing because the the what you're talking about would be from the time of the T two hundred six, right? And and those you just you never see yeah. those, I mean, right? Not that you see. 1948 Bowman packs in here, but can I point out that I, I just want the Stroh's box from 1960 something? Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? Stroh's <laughs> Stroh's beer, it's right up there with a uh, Rainier beer. Rainier beer. That's a Seattle. Uh, Didn't I send reference. you a picture of something I saw? Yeah, you did, it was yeah. Olympia. I yeah, think it, was it was. Li- yeah, but either way, it's it's horrible beer. Either way, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a drinker, but I know that's bad beer. All right, so this dude gets a call and he has. A find of a lifetime, really. I know. I know. Just two, three weeks ago, you and I were sitting down talking about 1914 Cracker Jacks, 
uh, in the fine that we had at the Beckett offices and uh, you know they were graded and they're all up at auction right now, doing very well I might add. But this is insane. And the first pack goes for fifty five thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure which is more impressive to be honest because I understand. Obviously, I was you know enthralled by this Cracker Jack find and the fact that I actually got to see in person. Sure. You know, three of those cards. But these are unopened packs, so it's rare enough that you find a card in top sure. condition, sure. but to now find them unopened, I mean, it is absolutely unheard of. We've heard of other finds of cards from sure. the 19-teens, Sure, this <laughs> is, this, I... It really is. It's it's something that I can't put into words. It's 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 amazing, is what it is. I I I I rip on people for using the word amazing as as uh as much as they do because well, you have chicken wings and you say they're amazing, but what are you gonna say when Jesus Christ comes back? I mean, you you you're gonna, you can't use amazing. You just use it on chicken wings, right? So, so um, it's uh, it's it's a little weird, but. These cards, this find is just—it's indescribable, really, because I—I I don't remember the last time like something this happened, and I don't think it's gonna probably happen again. You know, it's—it's it's, you know we talk about there's always more finds, and I think Andy said that on the podcast mm-hmm. with you. He said there's always there's always another find, but yeah, I'm with you. I I don't know that there is another find of these because I mean it's a it's almost a big deal now when you find is it eighty six eighty seven Fleer basketball sure. Much less to find 1948 Bowman baseball. You find you find 86, 87 for basketball. You're paying forty thousand, right? I mean, like, it's just like you got to have forty thousand in your pocket to even th- think about it. Selling these, well, they're selling them as a collection, right? They're selling the whole thing, right? That's what we discussed. I believe so. Yeah. But you would think, as we discussed, that selling these individually, I think, would be the better way to do it because. If one of them sells the one, the one pack sold for fifty five thousand, and then they automatically become more rare, right? I mean, because I mean, you're gonna open the pack, right? I mean, you're gonna do it. You didn't spend fifty five thousand dollars to not open. I the mean, pack. I get the concept of un, you know, graded unopened packs, but I, I just, I find it hard to believe that a buyer of this product is going to invest sure. to not open it. Right. That it, it's opened immediately. And that automatically makes the next pack more rare or rarer, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I I just, I definitely, I mean, it's not only selling them separately, but I would think selling them over time. Sure. Again, this, this person isn't necessarily a hobbyist. They're going to get, you know, this whole collection is estimated a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to get a million dollars, I'm not going to worry about the fact maybe that I could get a million, a 1.1 million. Sure. At a million, you're, probably feeling pretty pretty good about yourself it's a good day yeah it's a real good day that's uh that's an interesting concept i I, maybe we should ask twitterverse out there uh other than what should we call our our followers uh do you open it like do you do you open the the 48 bowman set or 48 bowman pack or do you open any of the other packs that are there because those those packs from the 50s and 60s they they hold some weight too. I see you got the the Beckett Vintage magazine or book in front of you there. Yeah, I mean, so and, it's and a, you're it's going a, through. It's a couple of years old, right? Yeah, it's a couple of years old. But I mean, what I was looking at in this particular case was it's a 48 card set. Okay. So you're talking, you know, a two percent shot mm-hmm. at any card, whether sure. it be a Stan Musial rookie, 
a Yogi Berra rookie, a Bob Feller rookie. I can sit here and I mean, all everybody in this set essentially is a rookie. Oddly enough, Bob Feller's autographs are in this set. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was the original autograph card. <laughs> it was the original autograph. I bet you there are a lot of copies of this card that are signed by Bob. I Feller, bet there are too. Yeah. There's probably probably seventy percent of them are signed. Probably that dude's still signing. He's been dead for years and he's still signing. Uh, all right, so. I mean, you're, you're looking at the pri- you're looking at the the checklist. There's 48 cards. There's a two percent chance you're pulling any of these cards. I mean, and you, you mentioned Musial, um, Feller, Barra. Yeah, so Barra, Ralph Kiner, Stan Musial, Red Shindinst, I think is how you say his name. Okay. Warren Spawn. Those are the ones that are up in the text of the sure. uh, that are in there. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're talking on one of those. You have a what's that one, two, three, four. Five, so five, so there you go. You know, you got a ten percent, almost ten percent shot at one of those. Sure, and then they're fresh too, right? So Wait, no, not ten percent. Sorry. Come on, math guy. Eight percent. Eight percent chance. Something like that. Way to math. I'm sure Twitter's going to tell me I was wrong. You're better at math. I'm sure freaking. I quit. Can we edit that out? Stale gum will just jump all over you uh, and tell well, you. Probably wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> that. Um, no. Okay. So. Um, I mean, you open it immediately, but then the 60s. Oh, didn't mention Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto's in there, too. That's right. All those Yankees legends, like the Yankees of of everybody's fantasy dreams are, are there. You got to open them. You got to – they're pack fresh. I know that doesn't mean a whole lot now because pack fresh can come out pretty crappy. Yeah, and that was something I was thinking about, too. If these are stored in an attic now – they're in an attic mm-hmm. for th- so what actually is the condition of these cards yeah. inside this is tennessee it's tennessee so you have warm weather you have cool weather you sure. have humid weather uh tennessee depending on where you are in tennessee some areas are more humid than others sure so what is you know what might be the actual condition of the cards inside these packs they may actually be worse than a lot of the That's currently true. opened ones because That's they've true. been in an attic right that you open it up and you know, the top layer comes off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. could split. You know, I bought a card on eBay, and I knew it was in poor shape. Didn't realize till I got it. It was split front to back. Oh, no. Which was, I mean, I paid four bucks. I'm not okay. worried about it. But, yeah, it was literally the front was split from the back. Hmm. So, I mean, I'm just saying that it's conceivable that could happen here, just like you said, because it's sure. who knows what the, the wear on it was, the yeah. weathering. What the condition of the card is, is... uh. I guess that would come into play. Now maybe I'm you do. So maybe you don't open it. Yeah, maybe I'm backing up a little bit, and uh, maybe I don't open it. I don't know though, man. I th- I think the uh, the collector in me, the 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 giddy card collector, opens it just to see, just because I want the privilege of saying I opened up forty eight Bowman. I mean, the fact is, if I've got that, if I've got the money to drop on that, I'm opening it. Yeah, it, it just comes down to that. I agree, wholeheartedly agree. Wholeheartedly agree with that. All right, so what? I mean, you've mentioned a, a lot of other finds earlier, the the Cobb, the the, the Cracker Jacks, you know, the, that kind of stuff. I mean, what else could really be out there that would just wow you? You know, what what would make Ken Kinsley go? That's pretty damn cool. I mean, to me, it would literally be finding, you know, whatever how whatever that they were produced in, but a case, you know, a case whether that. Oh, be okay. 12 or 24 packs of cars that potentially contain, you know, the T206s that sure. legitimately come out. I, I don't know enough enough about the set to know if there's any way you can figure out 
what production run those were from, but uh-huh. what if we could find out that there was one from that very first print run mm-hmm. where, you know, you've got a shot at a Honus Wagner. Honus Wagner. Gosh, man. It's, it's, it's in a way, though, you know, we keep saying there's always going to be more fines and then we get excited. But in a way, it's a little bit sad that we've had some so many of these big fines recently. Cause sure. It's kind of jading us a little bit. A little like bit. Maybe we're not getting as, as excited as we should. Sure. That's that's true. Uh, I, I said this last couple of weeks on the last couple of shows that working where I work, I do get jaded a little bit because I see so much stuff. I mean, we were stand. I was I was holding. Well, I wasn't, but uh, Weston in the office was holding uh, a George Washington autograph like two weeks ago, holding it in his hands, and a Ben Franklin in his hands. You know, and it, these are you know historical documents, and. I don't want to say we see it all the time, but we we kind of see that stuff all the time, especially with uh, with Beckett Authentication Services. Now, we're seeing a lot more of that kind of stuff, and it's beautiful and it's awesome to have. And you know, um, but at at some point you're like, huh, you know, okay, what's next? Yeah, it's just another day at work. It's just another day at work. You know, <laughs> that's like I, I, this is probably a poor poor example, but you know, the the guy who you know who cures cancer finally, you know. You know, in th- the next day he's gonna be like, "Well, what do I do now?" You know, and just I've 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 cured cancer, so uh, w- what do I do? <laughs> it's gonna nothing. You should retire. <laughs> you should sir, retire, sir. Done well, exactly for all of humanity. For all humanity, but uh, I'm not. I don't mean to make fun or light of anybody who is stricken with that. But I'm just what I'm using as a comparison is you've done something so important. What do you do? I mean, I think there would be a letdown. Now, do our kids? Maybe not yours because he's 15. You've pointed out f- seven, eight times now. Um, do our kids in f- 80 years go, look, I found a pallet of ProSet. You know, <laughs> do, they, <laughs> do they do that? No, I'm pretty sure the big find there would be like 17 semis full because I'm pretty yeah. sure a pallet wouldn't excite <laughs> anybody of that. Yeah, I got a pallet of ProSet right here. <laughs> That's I mean, crazy. if we're at end of days, then at least you have some kindling or something, yeah, at least to, some, to, burn. something to start a fire with. And that's when they finally find the Stanley Cup hologram too, right? That <laughs> yeah, the last, the last, uh, the last thousand of them. The last thousand. There was five thousand of them Three hand or numbered. Five, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. That one in the Lombardi Trophy and all the uh, all the Patrick Gills, uh, got Patrick Giles, uh, bloody nose errors. You know they're all sitting in somebody's house over. They are all somewhere. sitting. So we just need to figure out where. Yeah, they're Rich Klein probably has every one of them just because he worked over there. You work near the ProSet office, I think. So, well, yeah. the Beckett office used to be near the ProSet office. You know, Rich Klein, I've always been impressed that he has his own trading card when you go to his <sighs> card shows. I'm a little jealous. You can do that. It's not hard to do. Like you can get a hold of Tops, and they'll make your own trading card. But he has one. Yeah, he has one. It means at some point in time, Rich Klein took the took the time to to develop a Tops trading card. <laughs> So 1992 top. 92 to is it 92 or 91? It is 92. Either way, it is a uh, have you, it's back. a funny picture. Okay, should we get back to the find? Uh, no, because I want to talk about Rich Klein. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this uh, card because I love it. it. You're right. It is. It is uh, at his his card uh, at his card shows, and he'll hand it to you. You don't even have to ask. He'll just give it to you. You know, speaking of, can can we? Do we want to talk more about this fine? Because I do have something else I can kind of segue into. Okay, segue. So I don't. I believe it's Tops Archives. That okay. 
What's the the serial foul ball home run ball chaser guy that has the autograph in there? You know who I'm talking about? Mm. Hampel, Hempel, Zach Hampel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you? How PO'd would you be if that was your hit in a box of this um, oh, um, guy? I'm just gonna go with guy. That there's a lot of people that don't like him, like a like most of everybody, like 98 <laughs> percent yeah. of humanity, and the other two percent. I would question that. I don't know. That's like getting a. That's like getting a. Uh, that's like getting an autograph from sign guy in a WWE. And please, product. Rich, I'm not comparing <laughs> you to this guy. Just it's just one of those ones where I started thinking about having a Rich Klein autograph card, and then I started thinking about this guy, this guy over here getting a an autograph. Tra- I just I don't know. I feel like I would be completely bent if if it's if it's an added if if we're guaranteed to a box and sure. he's my third, then whatever. I I, I don't care at that point. If we're going to start doing this with people, we should do, like, give me a Steve Bartman autograph. I want a Bartman autograph. I, I, I'm i good with non-players. I, uh, um, you know, there is uh, Jim Cornelison is the anthem singer for the Blackhawks, and he's yeah. well-known. Everybody loves him. He actually sang Back Home Again in Indiana at the Indy 500. Well, there was a uh, – he has a certified autograph card. Sure. Announcers, I would love to have a Pat Foley autograph. You know, somebody that's not a former pro athlete who has autographs. Because these guys, when you're a fan of a team, these are your guys. Sure. You know them if they're there year over year over year. Well, Panini Panini did that with their hockey products, right? They had uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah. There was a uh, an announcer series that had like it was like in Playbook, and it was a, it was a cover diff- couple of different product runs, but it was in Playbook. Um, Maybe Dominion. There was, you know, I I know I pulled the the lady from the stars. What's her name? Um, I do. I know who you're talking about. I I can't recall. The she's name, beautiful too. I can't think of her name. Uh, yeah, but I, I pulled her. You know, it, it it's. I don't I pulled, know. I pulled in a panini. It was uh, whatever it was. Fans of the game. I pulled the lead singer from Corn. Jonathan Davis. Yes, okay. Jonathan Davis. And I will tell you that <clears throat> it was probably I I got more out of that than I would have out of most of the yeah. other autographs <laughs> in there. I don't think he has a lot of autographs out there. I remember Jonathan Davis, uh, not from Corn, well, obviously from Corn, but he did the soundtrack for Queen of the Damned, which I'm sure you haven't seen. And then uh, he was ha- he had a brief moment, like if you turned your head, you would have missed him in the movie. That like if you blinked, you would have missed him. But uh, Jonathan Davis does have a big following. Him and uh, Trent Reznor, as my my baby has walked into the room, both of them. The world's happiest baby. Yes, I got I got to get Megan back on for another episode. Of Real Housewives of Beckett, um, it's uh, it's 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 only happened once. But how was uh, how was your contract negotiations on that show with E going? <sighs> Not, is, you know close? the the divas things are uh, the divas kind of really hold that slot down, but yeah. I, I'm working on it. Well, I'm I mean, they always need something for three a.m. in the morning. Right? Yeah, they they sure do. They certainly do. All right, let's get back to the fine. Um, we went way off the rails there, but we needed to fill a little bit of time, so it's okay. Um, this is, I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't think something like this is going to happen. I, I, I said this two weeks ago, but I don't think like something this is going to happen again soon. But these all always surprise me. You know, they always, you know, sneak up on you. And, and it'll probably be, you know, a Superman comic book or a Batman comic book or, you know, Spider-Man. I, you know, with Spider-Man coming out, I bet you something big is going to come up around that. It's just these finds happening. They take your breath away sometimes. But this one's a pretty damn big one. And it's very impressive. So, yeah, if I'm reading this post right, the the pack that was opened had uh, 
It sounds like it had five cards. It had a spawn, two Rizzutos, and two duplicates of someone named Walker Cooper. Walker and one Cooper. Packer, but and huh. one pack. So a spawn and two Rizzutos, if I'm reading this correctly. That's not that's a that's a good pack. I mean, I I would I wouldn't complain about what I got in my pack. No, not at all, not at all. So, um, well, it's uh, you know, interesting. Apparently, there were some short prints in there too, which I didn't realize. Uh, reading in here, it said the, and I'm quoting this: "The cardboard gods must be smiling on the beer box." Fine. Rizzuto is one of the rare and thus more valuable short prints created when twelve of the cards quote again, were removed from the normal 36-card printing sheet to accommodate high-numbered cards, unquote. According to PSA, in 2015, a mint Rizzuto fetched $4,100 in an auction. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, so not only are there short prints, there's short prints on short prints on short prints. So, awesome. Good for this family. Good I'm for this family. I'm just I'm just shaking my head over here. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. All right, we got to uh, take a quick break. And we'll come back. And we'll close out the show with a little uh, little Beckett what is from Sock Monkey Junction. You guys hang tight. And we'll be right back. This is Marcel from the Summit Show, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back for our final segment here from Sock Monkey. Um, man. We were talking about we were talking about that big fine, obviously in the last segment. But then we got off on a little uh, a little trip with the uh, Hypel Hibble. Hibble was a Hypel, <laughs> Josh Hypel. Josh Hypel. He was a quarterback at Oklahoma, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. I and he won the Heisman. Did he, yeah, he did win the Heisman. Um, yeah. Whatever God. happened to that guy? Uh, he's um, I think he's selling I'm in liquor. A dump truck right? No, maybe he's maybe he he faded out quickly in the NFL. Real quickly. He's somewhere, yeah, driving a dump truck in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Muskogee. We have a good listener from Muskogee. We really do. I don't remember their name. Now I'm just now I'm just curious. God, it's somebody. Uh, Hudspeth. Rick Hudspeth from Muskogee, Oklahoma. I'm you looking at your face, and I'm not sure if you're just making No, it's, names. it's oh, Rick okay. Hudspeth okay. from Muskogee, Oklahoma. I know this because... He is a big Kevin Durant autograph collector. So there you go, Rick Hudspeth. Yeah, still. He buys them in Oklahoma uniform. It's crazy. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. It's crazy. Um, Jeez, he had a good, hell of a game the other night. All right, let's talk about uh, – w- we got off on a little tangent about guys who have cards that are a little weird. You mentioned uh, Topps employees cards that are they're they're an Alan Ginter. Yeah, I've I've heard of because again I'm not a huge baseball guy, but I know that apparently there were some like Topps employees or something that were in Allen and Ginter a few years ago, and it just it kind of all made me think you know this Zach whatever Hempel Pimple whatever yeah. his name is, uh-huh. and then uh, I guess there's some guy and I don't know who he is, but I've seen the picture on Twitter on some articles. There's some guy bald Vinny that. Bald Vinny? Bald Vinny that okay. has an autograph. I'm assuming with a name like Vinny, he has to be a Yankees fan. Okay, yeah, m- must um, be. But, yeah, how about, uh, how about Tops putting into putting some of these short prints in of people that are, like, part of the hobby and are good for it? People sure. like uh, Rob Bertrand yeah. or uh, Ivan Lovegren or, yeah. or, or, or Eric Norton. Yeah, big, or, big guy. That guy's nice. I like him. You know, or me. You know, <laughs> right me and, like I said, I can have my own gypsy bean insert. There you go. The whole set. But yeah, seriously. I mean, seriously. I I'm not gonna lie. I would, is 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 as much as people would laugh at me, I would actually collect that stuff because I would find that stuff fun and collectible. I think I think it would be, and you know, it doesn't even have to be rare. 
you know, it, you know, make it 250 copies, you know, but whatever. And rare, when I say rare, I mean 10 copies, 25 copies. And, and, uh, and make it, okay, so you do something like that, and you're guaranteeing one auto a box. Make these a second auto or something. Yeah. You know, don't, because again, I don't want somebody to be disappointed when they pull my autograph. Sure. And they thought they were going to get a Mike Trout. You know what I want to see? I want to see, I want to see a Gypsy Bean insert set where you have a very, there's, there's Ken's head on a variation of every, like, card they have so like in every inset every insert set where they do, they do the the incredible catches or whatever they are you know what i'm talking about mm, okay I so just you. just like have the mike trout variation be the 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 beans bit ball card see <laughs> i was <laughs> see i was thinking you meant years i was hoping like 87 tops or something like that see you know 87 tops the minivan of uh cards or, <laughs> or 83 tops where you get that nice face close up as well yeah in the corner I missed the. Uh, we were, I was talking about old old insert sets uh, last Sunday in the Sunday conversation. Uh, Ninety one score with like the jumbo heads. It kind of looked like the, mm, the. I think it was just an all star. Yeah, it was an all star insert. Yeah, characters. Yeah, on them. Ne- we need some of those. We need to bring those back. I like those. You know what insert sets I miss on an unrelated note? What's that? I miss the upper deck. You crash the game cards. You crash the game. Uh, they had different levels. They had different levels, and then it'd be like you know three different games throughout the year, and if you got a Drew Bledsoe, and he threw a uh, touchdown. Sure. That day, you could redeem it, and then there was a bronze, a gold, and a silver, and you got a special set. Um, very interactive. Very, very fantasy football-ish. The day we met, the day that you and I, like, we had been chatting or whatever, but the day you and I finally met, I just I just said that like we were dating on it. Yeah, like, I was thinking that like, sounds a little too romantic for my liking. Like, we, we, met, on a, we met on J-Date or something like that. And that's it, how we... Eric's <laughs> wife looks at him with a strange look. So the day we met... Um, I bought a box of 97, 98 collector's choice hockey for $5 at Rich Klein's card. There's Rich Klein again at Rich Card's Klein show. And I was thumbing through those and it was StarQuest. I remember mm-hmm. I missed StarQuest. And very similar to Crash the Game, there was different levels and everything like that. And I pulled a red Patrick Waugh. And that $5 I spent buying that box turned into 25 easily, immediately. Because that red Patrick Wall was tough, but those gold cards and those gold Wayne Gretzky's yes. from that set, oh yes. my God! Can they? I mean, the commons like the Tony Amani, uh, like when they go on eBay, yeah, they're asking like three hundred dollars for yeah. them. And in a lot of cases, they sell. Yeah, there are a hundred copies of each. I can say that it's funny because you bought them, and then I started thinking about, and I actually have probably bought open close to a case of that. Not one. I've gold? had I've had a handful of reds, and I had a red Gretzky, or okay. I still actually have the red Gretzky. Um, but yeah, I have not seen a gold. But man, those things are uh, those things are gold. Sweet, they are they are gold. Um, we're gonna have to wrap this up because the Pokemon crowd's coming in, and uh, I hear those guys get feisty. So I don't wanna I don't wanna upset the Pokemon. Yeah, I mean it's kind of cool though that they hold a couple of uh, you know weekly. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's tournament gaming events. Gaming whatever, events, yeah. Whatever you would call them. But I mean, again, that's another thing that I I, I love about what the the family here is doing is they're not just selling sure they are supporting kids and supporting hobbies sure and and things like that it's 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 a good place uh guys if you're in the dallas fort worth area come check out sock monkey junction uh tell them the fat pack sent you tell them the beans ball card blog sent you uh are you still using that beans ball card blog i I use the twitter i don't uh jason wrote a post on there i want to say a couple weeks ago um hadn't had a post in a couple months but 
I use the Twitter. Okay. Uh, and right. I mean, I've got, you know, well over 2,000 followers on there, and I use that to share other blogs. Okay, cool. Um, just for followers, which is, it's Beans B-Card blog on Twitter. But yeah, don't really write a lot on there anymore. Okay. But instead of just shutting down that Twitter and starting something new. Easier you know, to do that. Yeah, it, it's better for everyone involved. All right. Go check him out. Give him a follow. Check out Sock Monkey Junction. Sock Monkey, all with one word, on Facebook. Uh, look for a Twitter page coming up. I've been told uh, by Mike, who's shaking his head vigorously at me, that it, it will be coming, and his wife, who's smiling over his shoulder. So uh, go check those out. Um, follow those guys. If you're in the DFW area, come check this place out. It's a lot of fun, a lot of summer fun activities planned. Uh, come down for the book reading. There's there's all kinds of stuff here. There's something here for everybody, I promise you. And uh, card collectors, don't dismay. He might have some of that here for you soon as well. All right, we're getting out of here. Uh, go enjoy. I guess the race is almost over probably for you. So Yeah, like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I must really enjoy this. Yeah, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it. No problem. It. Happy to be here. Thank you very much. All right, uh, guys, hang... Well, I can't, I can't tell you to hang tight, so just um, have fun. Thanks for listening. Until next time, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. Thank you.